What is your American dream? Is it to own your own business? Build your dream home? Restore that antique car with your son? Whatever it is, it's worth protecting. I'm Mary Stover, a licensed insurance agent for over 17 years, and I'm passionate about protecting your American dream with a purpose. This podcast is more than just insurance. It's for the determined, independent American who works their tail off to provide for their family. If you believe in personal responsibility, freedom, and the American dream, then you're in the right place. This is the American Dream Podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the American Dream Podcast. As always, I'm so glad you're here. Okay, you know how the saying goes, with April showers, it brings May flowers. And in this episode, we are going to be talking all things rain and the coverages that are important to have when it comes to this rain, both for your home insurance and your auto insurance. Okay, let's get going. First on your car insurance, there's not a whole lot that we need to talk about. It's really just one key coverage that you need to have. Um, but there's two, two different scenarios that I wanna run past you when it comes to rainstorms. Now, most of us can handle a light rain, so I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like really big whoppers of storms. First, let's talk about hail. Uh, now, we typically don't, see, especially in our area, we don't see a lot of hail until the weather warms up a bit, but it's still worth mentioning now. When we've got a big storm coming through and there's a potential for hail, my advice to you is to get your car under some sort of cover. If you've got it um, pulled out of the garage because you were spring cleaning your garage, let's say, pull it back in. Um, or if you're driving along, if you can possibly pull under an overpass if the storm has started. In a parking garage, you get the idea, okay? Um, another thing I want to talk, and I'll, I'll touch on the coverage that you need to protect yourself if you do experience hail damage in a minute here. But first, I want to talk about the other thing that needs to be on your radar whenever you are driving when it comes to heavy rains, and that is flash flooding. When I was a lot younger, I was pretty naive, and um, I used to always, I'm a very literal person, and so when they said flash flooding, I was picturing like the worst thing ever, like, you know, a tsunami wave coming through and just washing cars away in like two seconds. Obviously, that rarely, if ever, happens in our area, but flash flooding can be a concern when the rain just will not stop and it's coming down hard. Here's the scenario that I want to uh, paint a picture for you of and just make you aware. Um, you know, if you know flash flooding is um, happening, if you can at all avoid, avoid driving in those conditions, you know, do so. But if you can't avoid driving in super heavy rains or you find yourself in that scenario and you didn't even know it was coming, um, what you want to avoid is plowing through deepish water that's running across a roadway. It might not appear to be all that deep, or you might see like an SUV go through it okay, but if you've got a lower to the ground vehicle, this is something that I really want you to think about. So if you've got a choice to either A, drive through the water that's running across the road, or to B, go a different route, I recommend going a different route if at all possible, and here's why. Your car can stall out, your engine can stall out in that deep flooding water on the roadway, and then you're kind of stuck in the running water. 
Now, here's where the flash flooding term <laughs> comes into play. So you're sitting there, your car has stalled out. Now you're waiting a bit to figure out in your mind, okay, what am I going to do to get myself out of this situation? Maybe I need to call AAA, get it. Um, maybe I need to call family to get me out of this situation, whatever. But with flash flooding, waiting even just a little bit can really make a big difference, especially if, if you're in a car that's lower to the ground, the water can creep up faster than you think. And it can make it very difficult for you to open your door to get out, depending on which way the water is flowing. You can probably picture what I'm thinking. Um, I really don't need to go any further here. If you're stuck in a car and the water is rising, you can imagine the worst. And I just, I do not want that to happen to any of you. So in short, it's really, really never worth it to risk it. Just go go a different, a different route to avoid going through standing water um, that's flowing across the, the road. Okay. So with both the hail situation and with flooding, here's where we're going to talk about coverage. The coverage that will respond in those two scenarios is called comprehensive. It's a part of full coverage, which is the term you probably hear all the time when it comes to car insurance. And the, the full coverage covers the physical damage to your car. Hail and flooding is one of them. So if you're looking at your car insurance policy, the next time you're looking at it, if this is a concern for you, you want your car to be repaired in these situations, you want to make sure you have comprehensive coverage on your car. Okay. Now let's move on to the home. We have a lot more to discuss on the home when it comes to a lot of rain. Now, when you're thinking rain, you're thinking um, possibly that you might need flood insurance. And um, I could really do a whole podcast episode on this. Um, I'll just do the basics here, though, because I don't want to overwhelm you guys. First, flood insurance typically needs to be purchased separately through what's called the National Flood Insurance Program, the NFIP. Um, usually you cannot just tack it onto your homeowner's insurance with most insurance companies, at least at the time of this recording, okay? Um, now, flood insurance policies themselves have a lot of language in it that says they'll only cover this and that and only in specific circumstances. And without going into too many details, um, I'll leave it at this. Unless you live near a body of water, Spending thousands of dollars on flood insurance might not make sense for you and your home. Um, of course, you could do it if you want, but and I can go into the reasoning behind all of this and the, the nitty gritty of the coverages um, to kind of open your eyes to flood insurance and how it works in another episode. But for now, flood insurance policies probably might not be for you unless you're near a body of water. So that's might maybe what you don't need when it rains a ton. Let's just assume that you do not have separate flood insurance. What can you do when you get water in your basement? It's not from a lake nearby that overflows. It's not from the ocean. It is just surface water. When it really rains and the ground is just saturated with water, the water needs a place to go. And then it sees your lovely basement and starts seeping in there. So what do you need to keep that from happening? Two words. You need a sump pump. If you don't already have a sump pump, but you have a basement that you don't want to be flooded, I recommend looking into getting one. These can be installed into already built homes. And now these pumps are designed to pump water away from your home to keep, um, to keep the water from entering, say, your newly finished basement. What a disaster that would be, right? So once you get a sump pump installed, or if you already have one, 
then here's the coverage that you need. You need to have sewer and drain backup coverage on your homeowner's insurance. So write this down, sewer and drain backup coverage. Next time you talk to your agent, ask them if you have this, if you're not sure. Um, if you don't have it, ask them to price it out for you. Some companies will automatically include this and some don't, okay? And it can be a very, very inexpensive add-on that can make a huge difference to you down the road, especially if you've just finished your basement or you haven't already finished basement. And this is just something, it's a no-brainer in my opinion. So the sump, uh, sump pump coverage, the sewer and drain backup coverage doesn't just cover your sump pump. It also covers if you have a sewer line or a drain line that backs up into your home, which is pretty awful, you can imagine. But it also covers if the sump pump fails, like the power um, cuts out, let's say, in the middle of an intense storm and the sump pump stopped working. Um, it's designed to keep water away from the house, but it can't do that when the electric's not on. So it fails to keep the water away. You get water in your basement. With the sewer and drain backup coverage, This will that coverage will respond and start to pay for damages to your home. Okay, this scenario is really a lot more common than you think. We see this happening more than we see fire sometimes. So um, this is definitely something to look into the next time you review your homeowner's insurance. Okay, next, this is a little less common, but still worth mentioning. So when we have a lot of rain, things that tend to pop up, especially in our area, are sinkholes. Now, what is a sinkhole? For those of you who don't know, it's a little geology lesson for you. Um, sinkholes can form when the bedrock of earth is slowly worn away by erosion, okay? You can kind of imagine how much of a nightmare. Just do me a favor and Google or look up um, sinkholes and just do an image search of these. And some of them are pretty intense. I've seen cars just swallowed by sinkholes. It can be pretty intense. So um, in, especially in our area, we have a higher concentration of limestone, um, which is more susceptible to that erosion. And when we've got intense rain, that process, the erosion process is definitely um, hurried along. So now why am I talking to you about sinkholes and limestone and bedrock and all of that? This is something that can be excluded on your homeowner's insurance unless you choose to add on coverage for it, unless you choose to buy back that coverage, okay? It's not something that happens a ton, but um, if you're in our area, it's definitely a coverage to consider. If you don't have it on your insurance or, or you're not sure, call your agent, um, have them price it out for you if you don't already have it. It's definitely, definitely worth exploring. Because you can imagine the nightmare that would, you know, it's not inexpensive to repair your home if part of it falls into a sinkhole. And not to mention that's super dangerous. So definitely look into that coverage, see if it makes sense for you, price it out, make sure it fits your budget, but definitely something else to think about. So here's to hoping that we have just the right amount of rain this spring. Nothing super crazy like flash floods and sinkholes and hailstorms. I feel like we've been through enough lately, right? <laughs> Perhaps the weather can be on our side for once. Fingers crossed. Anyway, thanks for listening and I will see you the next time. Bye.
For more information about our agency and what we can do to help you, go to www.advantageinsurance.com. Advantage has two A's. So it's A-A-D-V-A-N-T-A-G-E insurance.com. Also follow me on Instagram at advantageins1830. If you follow on Instagram, there's a freebie for you. Five mistakes to avoid when shopping car insurance. Get this freebie in your hands the next time you go to shop your insurance and make sure you're not making those five mistakes, okay? Thanks so much for joining. I'll see you next time.